What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I can see you. I know. I gotta figure this out. <laughs> at some point, I'll figure out how to start being able to catch you off guard again. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm good. I'm ghosted? No, welcome back to Ghosted. I'm Aaron. We are ghosted. We are ghosted. That sounds almost cultish. Right? I'm into it. I mean, I don't know. Some of the things that we've talked about on here so far, why haven't we done cults yet? Because you won't let me. They're a good band. I, I like them. I'm into some hipster music, just for the record. Don't I judge me it. too harshly. Pavement, I understand. <laughs> as long as you get it. Dude, Oland is dope. She makes good music. It's some hipster stuff, but she makes good music. I get it. Pretty sure she's an Icelandic vocalist. I don't know. Anyway, welcome back. Uh, this is Norse Myth Part 2. We're not going to talk as much about gods. Well. With an asterisk on that statement. <laughs> um, so, yes. Okay. So, uh, last time we left off, um, the general consensus was that Loki's a dick. Um, <laughs> That's your opinion? I'd... It's, <laughs> it is objectively correct. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Yeah. So anyway, so Loki ends up causing Ragnarok. Like he does. Yeah, accurate. Uh, so Loki had three children. Well, okay, Loki technically had four children. One child was a bro, the rest sucked. But honestly, not really. They all got really raw end of, of the deal. So his, okay. <laughs> his good child uh was Sleipner, uh which was Odin's steed. It was an eight-legged horse that was super fast and it's it's cool. His other children though, the ones that you know we're talking about today about Ragnarok and whatnot, is Hel, Fenrir, and Gormungand, which so okay, Sleipner, eight-legged horse, super cool. Odin rode him around. It was dope. Hell, she is depicted as a woman that, like, half of her is rotting and the other half is beautiful. And she always, she was more comfortable with the with hanging out with the dead and spirits than she was with hanging out with living people. Relatable. <laughs> so she was given charge over Helheim to kind of, like, shepherd the, the dead that didn't make it to Valhalla. Fenrir. Poor, poor little doggy. He was a wolf that was growing exponentially large. And to kind of control him, they ended up binding him with a magical cloth that dwarves made. And it's actually pretty interesting because the way that the dwarves made it... They were trying to bind Chen, uh, Fenrir, and they kept using different chains, and different runes, and different things, and he was able to break out each time. And the gods were kind of, like, making a game out of it, and they were like, oh, good job, Fenrir, you broke free. We're just testing your strength. <laughs> LOL. And eventually they came to him with this, like, it's almost described as, like, a cloth or a ribbon that is made of impossible things. So it was made out of the roots of a mountain, the, uh, what was it, the footsteps of a cat, so like the sound that a cat's footsteps make, and the beard of a woman. Well, that's not impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to 1920 <laughs> circuses, we know that's not impossible. I know. And and technically menopause, it's definitely not, not impossible. Okay, we won't get into that, but yes, circuses. <laughs> that was my reference. Well, no, because it's very common for a lot of women after going through menopause to start. They don't to get develop. a beard, though. You're they right. get like they don't whiskers. Get, they do get whiskers. It's um, different. I'm talking about like, like girl with some just for men or something. You know what I mean? Like or whatever that stuff's called. Rogaine? Oh. No, I think Rogaine's it. Oh, okay, I, there we go. I don't know. I've got a full head of hair. It's super short right now, and I. Yeah, but it's fine. But, uh, yeah, when they approach Fenrir and they're like, hey, want to try your strength again? Fenrir is like, that's a ribbon. I don't think you guys are on the up and up. So tell you what, um, if 
any of you guys are brave enough to put your hand in my mouth, and if I can't break out of this, I will bite it off, then I'll go ahead and try your game. And none of the gods were willing to do this, except for Tyr, the god of justice, Mm -hmm. who was also Fenrir's, like, only real friend. (laughs) It's real tragic. It's a classic Greek tragedy here. (laughs) Not actually, uh, because it actually doesn't follow classic Greek tragedy formula. But, colloquially, it works. (laughs) Good word. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so Fenrir gets bound up, and then he's like, nope, can't get out, bite. And so Tyr lost his hand. Jormungandr, he was growing too large, so they were like, yeet into the ocean. <laughs> yeet. <laughs> yeah, they, they straight up, they, they tossed him in the ocean, and so he is coils. That, is that in the lexicon for the Nordic people? Um, yeah, I believe it was pronounced, uh, uh, yeet. 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 <laughs> um. I don't know. It's not Yiddish. I, like, I, I, <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't know if that was insensitive or not, um. Anyway, I'm so sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, so the yeah, they they tossed him into the ocean, and he just coils around Midgard, which is the Earth that we live live on. Aurora borealis. Say him. Math. <laughs> you're you're just saying numbers. Math. <laughs> um. No. Uh. No. He's he's supposed to be at like the bottom of the ocean, actually, like wrapping around essentially the planet Earth, sort of thing. Uh, so, yeah, he's large. And then, yeah, that was, that was all three. So two of the children ended up getting a really raw deal. Hell actually got a good deal. Yeah. Well, cause yeah, she, yeah. Yeah. She, she liked her position. Yeah. She was like, wait, she, she was the perfect, right? like, recluse. She was like, you're telling me I don't have to talk to living things? Dip. I'm out. <laughs> she actually took to hell him really well. Well, and she was really comforting to them, too. Like, Yeah. 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 She's she like was, a mama bear. But she was also, you know, terrifying to look at. So, again, going back to Marvel, um, Hela is nowhere even close to hell. Like, not, right. not even a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, it's... Nope. She's, yeah, way more OP than Hela's, too. Well, she actually wants to, like, you know kill everything, take over the world, and Hell's like, nah, I'm cool vibing down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Ragnarok, if anyone doesn't know, which, honestly, I would be really surprised if people didn't know about Ragnarok at this point. Ragnarok is the end of the world, where <laughs> it's really the the death of all the gods. So, with Ragnarok, there are only a few survivors. There is a one man and one woman, within uh humans and then i believe there is like the grandchild of odin and i think the grandchild of thor that end up surviving but all the other gods die so odin ends up getting eaten by fenrir and thor finally bests jormungandr but then succumbs to his poison and then yeah they're not entirely like explicit uh, to how all the other gods died but the reason this all came about was after the death of Baldur. Odin is it was, not Baldur, or am I just thinking that because of Baldur's Gate, which well, is mean, also his? But both like, pronunciations in in American English are acceptable. Okay. The the actual pronunci- pronunciation, excuse me. <laughs> I love that. That's the word I messed up. Cool. Is uh Baldur? Ah, yeah. Understood. Yeah. So um, after the death of Baldur, Odin was like, yeah, I. I can't look the other way at this. You literally just killed my child. So Loki ends up like running far, far away after the party. And, you know, everyone figures out what happened. And finally, somebody (laughs) speaks up and is like, I'm so sorry. Loki told me to do this. Finally, someone says that. And... So, yeah, they, there's, like, a manhunt for him, but he ends up, like, shape-shifting a few times and hiding out and whatnot, and he is finally caught, basically, and his punishment is that he's to be chained up, and po- there's a poisonous snake that rests above him that just drips poison into his eyes constantly. <laughs> so, his wife... Loki's wife, ends up, like, coming up with a bowl and, like, catching as much of the poison as she can. But, of course, once the bowl gets full, she has to toss it out. And while she's tossing it out, some of that poison gets into his eyes. And he's like, 
man, I can't believe this totally unjustifiable thing <laughs> happened to me. My God, I'm going to need to seek vengeance. Yeah, no, so, <laughs> seriously, it's like, dude, you literally brought this on yourself and you're angry about it? What is this? The consequences of my actions? How dare it? <laughs> Loki, are you the god of trickery and mischief or are you the god of displacing blame and not accepting responsibility? Because it, no <laughs> it sounds like the latter to me. It's just a prank, bro. I just killed your child because it's a prank, bro. Thought it'd be funny, lol. Wasn't, wasn't there a deeper seated reason? N- no, it's literally just a prank, bro, for Loki. Just yeah. However, there was somewhat of a foretelling that Baldur's death would begin the events of Ragnarok. Mm. So it was more or less destined to happen. And I mean, we get into real, like, I don't know, I guess moral and ethical question as to, like, is Loki the bad guy? Because he's just. He's just fulfilling destiny at this point, but that's that's a whole philosophical conversation for an entirely different podcast. Or maybe we'll touch up on them later. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so that all happens. Ragnarok happens. Two humans manage to cling onto a branch of Yggdrasil as the world is literally crumbling around them. And then... Uh, Two, two gods end up surviving it as well. And then at the end of Ragnarok, after all the gods have died. So yeah, that's pretty much, um, that's, I guess Ragnarok in a nutshell. That's, we have so much that we're going to cover in this episode. So I know, like, I know. No, I get it. I mean, that's fair. That's... Yeah. But, um, something interesting actually about that is that this story, it wasn't really written down and like codified that much until after more or less the fall of Nordic paganism and the rise of Christianity. So actually a lot of the mythology that we have about the Norse gods and Norse mythology in general was actually written down by early Christian scribes and priests. So something to keep in mind just in general is a lot of what we've been talking about. Yes, as far as we know, it's correct in terms of, like, the accuracy to Norse mythology. However, there is a distinctly Christian view or philosophy that's on top of it. So that is just something to keep in mind. And this is part of the reason why uh, a lot of the Norse, I guess, interpretation that a lot of people have today is just so off, I guess. I mean, the idea of, like, oh, Thor's just bloodthirsty. Well... No, for a warrior culture, he would actually be a pretty good example of a warrior. He represents a lot of that warrior code and a lot of that warrior nobility and honor. However, in Christian terms, no, he's probably a bad guy. There is also, too, something with Loki. While he is a trickster, something to keep in mind is that even despite all his tricks, he was still he was still accepted in Asgard and considered an oath brother to Odin, despite everything leading up to, you know, literally murdering Odin's son. <laughs> that was where I draw the line. Yeah, that's where you draw the line. Everything leading up to that, though, he was still very much so accepted within the halls of Asgard. Which really speaks to the culture about just how, like, how important an oath was. Even if it bites you in the butt multiple times, Loki, uh, <laughs> it's still very important that that oath was upheld. Which really speaks about, like, the honor and the, I don't know, I guess nobility of the Norse people. As well as, to the diplomacy as well. Because, like, Odin himself was a very diplomatic god. Again, he personifies both war and wisdom and diplomatic, but at the same time has a spear that can literally pierce any target and always hits its mark, and rides an eight-legged horse, which, kind of jealous, but I also have a lot of questions as to how exactly that physiology works. Right, I was thinking that too, and I was like, I can't imagine that it would make him go any faster. I feel like it would just get in the way. Like same, but like I don't, I don't know. Allegedly, it made him go faster. Maybe there's like the two actual four legs, and the other ones are just miniature and like kind of they go when he well, runs. I I think like the way that it's always been described, it it sounds almost like you know how like a horse when it's galloping, it'll spend a little time in the air. Mm-hmm. It sounds like there's no air time. Oh, it's, it's just all like foot time. Four it just and then alternates. Four. Yeah. So like two of them touch the ground to propel it forward and uh, excuse me i guess four 
two in yeah, no, and two you, in front. Yeah. yeah, four of them touch the ground, and then they alternate to the next four. So it's just well, I would make all... it faster. And I don't know. I feel like you need that airtime in order to like propel you a little faster. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a physicist. Same. I don't know. It's I just... was an art history major, so. <laughs> 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 okay <laughs> it has been 33 34 episodes of you being catty i get one i get one also my degrees are nothing currently during covid but um i'm sorry continue it's all right i totally forgot what i was saying yeah i really don't know if that would make him faster or not but anyway no, the, I mean, really, the duality of Odin also speaks to the culture, too, because, I mean, traditionally, we've looked at, like, oh, if you're a wizard, you're not a warrior. If you're a warrior, you're not a wizard. But he blends this, like, he breaks the stereotype of jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none. By the way, the full version of that is jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none, but better than uh, a master-of-none. Of oh, one? So that's the that's, that's the right. full version. Most of those idioms, right, are never complete. No, and the incomplete <laughs> version is actually the opposite of what the actual right? idiom means. Uh, I agree. We should we should do an episode on that. Cause... Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. Yeah, blood is thicker than water is actually the blood of the womb is. Uh, no, I'm no, sorry. the blood of the covenant. Yeah, the blood the of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Mm-hmm. So. Birds of a feather flock together until the cat comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost all of them have right, the, the exact, exact same <laughs> opposite meaning of what they're trying to convey. So next time somebody tells you any of these idioms, yeah, remind them of the full version. Right. <laughs> uh, what was it? Carpe diem quaminimum credula postero, which translates to... Uh, was it seize the day? Right. Because tomorrow is not granted. Right. Or given or something like that. I can't remember. It's been a long time since last My class. favorite Latin saying is memento mori. Remember your mortality. Know. Yeah. I do actually remember That's, that. It sticks right here. Which, side tangent. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> side tangent. Uh, Latin actually has three different dialects based upon placement in time, not location. Now asterisk on that because spanish and french are two locational very different latin dialects yeah. but as far as latin itself we have traditional latin church latin scientific latin so but julius, Caesar, julius caesar's real name was actually julius caesar yeah i knew that yeah, yeah. so just so you guys know we won't talk about latin we're, we're way what we're not going to talk about 24 stabs Sorry, President, 24 stabs. My my apologies. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Dictator, 24 stabs. My apologies. Et tu, Brute? I love saying that. It's, it's, it's so, it is so over the top and so extra, but I love it. Historically speaking, he probably never actually said that. However... With that in mind, when we do play Jackbox together, a lot of times I will set my name as a two bootay. Yes. Or, 20. <laughs> or 24 steps. <laughs> We're historical and smart, but really dark. <laughs> that is fair. Dark humor is like food. Not everybody gets it. I'm I just... <laughs> you know, that is... It's actually one of my favorite sayings for dark humor. And it always reminds me of the Soviet Union. (laughs) Right? That's amazing where my brain goes. Like the gulag specifically. (laughs) (laughs) So many It really is. Maybe we should slow down next time. Go harder is what I'm hearing you oh, say. Okay. Cool. Anyway. I'll bring the whiskey then. <laughs> As you were. Uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I just, I think that it's been too long. <laughs> I, I do too. So, yeah. So that's the basic understanding of Ragnarok. Now, there is actually a really interesting parallel. A lot of, 
I don't know if I should say a lot of, but I've heard several stories and claims from different historians and anthropologists and sociologists who have actually made a claim that because of how perfectly Ragnarok lines up with the Christian creation myth, right. it was almost codified. And so we're not entirely sure exactly what happens in Ragnarok because there's a consensus that it may have been slightly altered to fit a Christian narrative. For, Shock! Right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> this was before they started tracking flies with honey and decided vinegar was better. Um, so there, there's been a long history of war against paganism and right. Christianity, but specifically Nordic paganism and Christianity because of the interactions between, I guess, post-Roman... Sorry, I know, sorry. <laughs> uh, Post-Roman conquered Britain mm -hmm. and the invasions of the Nords and Danes. So there's a whole mesh of interaction between Christianity and Nordic, Nordic paganism. I know it won't happen, but I would love to be a Dane or even a lady. Like... <laughs> I think you meant to say dame. Did I say dame? You did say dame. I would love to be a dame. <laughs> dame. <laughs> I might be a little. <laughs> we, we good. We good. Um, no. So, I mean, yes, but the end of Ragnarok is that two humans survive by hanging on to the world tree. Adam and Eve. That's been a thought. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then repopulate the Earth, or Midgard, with humans. Again, which parallels the Christian creation myth of Adam and Eve and the Forbidden Tree really well. Yeah. You know, it almost makes me wonder if uh, Needhog is, I don't know, I guess a parallel to, like, the, the Satan snake, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Satan and Snake Farm. I don't know. I feel like that's that's a whole conversation for another that's day. <clears throat> but uh, I, with that... I also want to know then who, like, Cain and Abel are. Or, like... Well, I mean, technically speaking, Cain and Abel would still be, like, Adam and Eve's first children. Well, no, I mean, I know. But I'm I'm just saying, like... I'm sorry, continue. As you were. It's fine. Well, okay. So, something that I do want to point out. If the records of Ragnarok are to be codified with the and i guess adopted by christianity mm -hmm. then that means that christianity i don't know if you've ever heard the joke of like god inherited his position um which <laughs> don't get me wrong i know how controversial <laughs> of a sentence that is i have never <laughs> heard that before okay. but i love it <laughs> it's like god the kingdom of heaven yeah but he inherited it so. <laughs> head fun baby <laughs> Trust fund? I think Trust that's fun. what you meant to <laughs> You know, with the whole GameStop and AMC, I think that was just like, my brain was just like, what? No, no, I get it. It's It's been interesting. Trust fund, baby. Yeah, trust fund, baby. There we go. You know, we actually have a friend that's a trust fund, baby. So yeah, basically, according to these early Christian priests, the uh, Nordic epics are essentially the prequels to the Bible, and God is essentially Odin's grandson. I'm not saying it. There's just parallels that have been drawn <laughs> by people more qualified than me from a, uh, let's say, educational standpoint in terms of, like, having a degree in this particular field. I'm not saying it. It's just that these are parallels that have been made. Just reporting the information. I love how PC that was. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2021. I don't want to get sued. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I just don't want to anger anybody. <laughs> I well, do, I'm, but <laughs> to be fair, like I don't, I don't. It's not necessarily right. No, I understand. This We're... might be getting too deep, but I don't want to like turn somebody off based upon their worldviews yeah, from absolutely. understanding like actual. This is what history is. This is how people have interpreted different cultures and religions and uh, philosophies and theologies. So, if you're offended, don't be. <laughs> Because Say don't history. be again. <laughs> because please cut out that burp. <laughs> Jordan died. We're good at our jobs. <laughs> yeah, <he did. laughs> Athena has no idea what's going on. Hi, baby. Say it again. And I'm not cutting out the previous one. Oh, better. <laughs> 
was a terrible burp. It wasn't even good. <laughs> I don't know. I might be able to crop around it. Point is, um, <laughs> so yes, uh, with that being said, there were a couple things that we wanted to touch up on in regards to North Ma- North Whoa. North mythology. Yeah, seriously, it's, <laughs> it's like I'm drunk or something. I'm not, but well, I mean, aside from on power, but aside from that, like anyway. So there's a couple things with Norse mythology that we wanted to touch up on. Um, just common misconceptions, really that we just wanted to explain a little bit better. So a couple things. First off, Yggdrasil. It is the world tree, mm-hmm. and the concept of it is essentially the tree itself is the cosmos. And so, like, it's not a tangible tree per se, but in terms of, like, I don't know, I guess spiritual essence, it is kind of. And there's been several different interpretations where, like, one is the different... The nine realms exist going up the tree. There's another one that, like... Like, nine circles of hell? Kind of, except for not shitty. And that makes, like, the fifth time that I've sworn on this channel. (laughs) I know, I have to keep myself from doing it. (laughs) I'll use it... I'll use it when it's appropriate. No, so there's... That's one interpretation. Another interpretation is that, like, all of the nine realms exist with on the branches, and they're, like kind of same level but not exactly like there's different branches that go different ways and like there's still a hierarchy and whatnot uh but with that there's also we want to talk about the runes uh just for a little bit so runes themselves they're really a fascinating form of magic and history and even a writing system because a rune itself can represent an entire idea, kind of similar to how hieroglyphs work, or they can even be used as letters. And truth be told, they are more or less kind of a proto, I guess, proto-alphabet sort of thing. But it was thought more or less, and I don't remember if we talked about this during in the Egypt episode, but uh, throughout history, you'll find a lot of times in a lot of different mythologies that essentially language and writing is gifted to mankind by the gods. And runes are no exception to that. They were thought to have power and they were thought to be magical, but they were also used as just regular everyday writing. Fun side tangent, and if you don't know this at this point, I'm actually really surprised. The symbol for Bluetooth right, yeah. is runes for mm-hmm. Bluetooth. Yeah. So you know. You're welcome. Um... <laughs> There's that. Uh, which was an actual person. Yeah, which was an actual... Uh, I don't actually know if he was Norwegian or Danish. I think he was Norwegian. I don't actually know. I I mean, weird. It's like we have done this for starting on two seasons now, and I don't even do my research anymore. Um, I've never done research. I do a little <laughs> bit of research. Not a lot. Um, most of this stuff is off the top of my head from what I remember from my studies. So I've done studies. I've done research. It's just, you know, not like yesterday or something. But. he, uh, It was a Viking king who ruled Denmark and Norway. So both. Cool. Okay. That's probably where they got the confusion. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. But it is a Danish translation. For oh, okay. Gotcha. So it is a Danish name for a king that ruled both. Yes, but a lot of times... So, interesting story. We talked a little bit about, like, fortune-telling and, like, uh, divination and whatnot like that. Runes can be used for divination. They can also be used for magic. They can also be used for curses. However, more often than not, they're used as a warning, not for the curse itself. So, kind of like writing on somebody's wall or something like that, Mm. being like, Hey, if you break into this cemetery, and we we did talk about this in Egypt. If you break into this crypt, these bad things will happen to you. So the runes themselves are not cursed, but they give a warning that there is a curse that will befall you. With that being said, there are some runes that are curses. Most of the time, runes were used in terms of magic for beneficial things. Acquiring, health. Yeah, health, acquiring alliances agriculture irrigation mm-hmm. uh one of my favorite like symbols is the nordic compass actually because i love how they 
attributed it to finding home, but not necessarily like your physical home. But your home could even be like a person. Like they're the, you know, that philosophy. That's cute. Isn't it cute? That is a cute thing. I know. I actually I know. really love Nordic runes. It's it's one of like, it's my thing. I'm not dead on the inside, but my heart stopped beating a few decades ago. Uh, but that's cute. That, right? That, I know. I feel like there's a small movement of blood. That's uh, cute. Sorry. Again, didn't mean to derail. It's, I did, but I didn't. I, yeah. This is like one of the what four times that you've derailed us on topic. <laughs> I know, Just right? That out there. <laughs> Most of the time, it's not on topic. No, but ready for anything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's uh, now. I don't want to go too far in depth as to how exactly runic magic works because it's really complicated and. Honestly, I feel like it would take like an entire episode just to explain the complexities of it and then more or less, I guess, the spiritual and, and religious importance of it. But we wanted to touch up on it to kind of mm-hmm. give like a better understanding of runic magic. It would be really hard to explain runes too without like having a physical. Yeah, without yeah. having a visual. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Or think like, visual, not physical. You know yeah. This rune is a line with a triangle and another triangle. And this rune is aligned with a triangle and a half triangle. Like, no, it's just, it's not going to work. It's, it's not going to work. This one's a triangle, or I'm sorry, a half triangle and a line. That's, yeah. <laughs> but we did want to touch up on two, something else. The idea of a draugr or draugr, it's, so something that I've personally noticed is a lot of individuals seem to basically view it as like, oh, it's a Norse zombie. That is a very, very reductionist interpretation of what a Draugr is. It is not just that. It's closer to a revenant than a zombie. To call it a zombie is, is to a certain degree, yeah, but it's not accurate. It's like, again, like we talked about in the past, calling a yokai, like, a demon. Right. Right. Kind of, but really, it's, it's just not entirely right. So what a Draugr is, talking to all of our Skyrim fans now, <laughs> what a Draugr is... Oh, don't they also make an appearance in the most recent God of War? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't play it, so I'm not entirely oh. sure. You totally should play it. Like, it's not a traditional God of War. Like, it is, but it isn't. Well, okay, so something funny... Actually, Paige, myself, and our social media guy, uh, we actually all went in on a legendary edition of God of That's War together. Right. <laughs> he wanted the game. She wanted the statue. I wanted the ring and I think like the Sleipner figure. Yeah. I mean, I was already getting the game. I think that was what it was because I yeah, wanted were, the game too. You were getting the game. And then if I remember correctly, like your car... Something happened with your car and it was suddenly like a massive expenditure. Maybe. Yeah, and so you were like, crap, I'm going to have to, like, not get it. And then we were like, wait, hold on, hear us out. <laughs> and so we all went in on it together, and... I was going to say, I still love the statue. You still do or don't? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I have I have the ring. It's... It's the one ring. It's... <laughs> to rule them all. I wish it fit better, because it's a dope-looking it ring, is dope. dude. Oh. Anyway. I love how God of War brought in, like, they went from the Greek to the Norse. Like, it was... I do think it's actually really cool. Yeah. I do think that the way that they're doing that is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will also say that I think it's really interesting how they managed to, like... Because Kratos has always looked really Greek yeah, in his absolutely. facial features and whatnot. And, uh, boy. Um, <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> he'll always be boy. I know he has a name. He's I know. boy. He does. He has two names. I won't Does spoil he? it. Yeah. I oh, oh, I don't know about the second name. Oh, that's right. You, haven't, you said you haven't played it? Yeah, I haven't played it. Yeah, he has two names. Is he Thor? No. Oh, okay, good. Because I was going to say, that. Would, I feel like that would be really lazy. I don't want to, like, yeah, I don't want to, um, I don't want to ruin anything. Uh, his No spoilers. His real name is Ar- Artreus, right? Is something like, what was it exactly? I know it starts with an A. It does start with an A. Why did you say that? Because now I can't think of it. That's, <laughs> that's not don't it. Don't you love that? <laughs> well... This is our lives now. Anyway, boy. No, he looks he looks really he looks really Nordic with the way that he's mm-hmm. like designed and whatnot. So like it. Think it's a cool idea. I think it's interesting to say the least. Um I, I I'm familiar with the storyline ish. I just don't know everything about the storyline. Yeah, Atreus. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. I keep thinking, like, Atreyu, and I'm like, no, that's never-ending I mean, story. And then, like... Okay. <laughs> if you want to be correct with Greek, mm-hmm. Atreus. Mm. But, ask your comment pronunciation, because I don't <laughs> fluently speak Greek. I could never tell. <clears throat> I know some. Like, I know that it's not gyro. That's the important part. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, back in California growing up, there's this uh, really nice Greek guy who had his own, like, restaurant, and he made the absolute best euros that I've ever had. And I'm, uh, I believe he has passed away, and if I remember correctly, last I heard, his son? It was either his son or his son-in-law had, token, had taken over the restaurant, so I don't know. I'd have to ask my parents about it. <laughs> I would love to go back, because that's Euros like, are internal, is what you're saying. They are. <laughs> Watch us get derailed. I anyway, know. So, um, no, so Draugr, they, they're really cool. I like them a lot. I think that they get such, just like, they get shafted in modern pop culture, Basically, a Draugr is closer to a Revenant. They are an individual that upon death, they were not able to transition into the afterlife, and so they exist more or less in this undead state. However, Draugr specifically take it to that next level. The individual upon death, their soul was so filled with some type of desire, and their willpower was so high, that instead of dying... They repossessed their own bodies. <laughs> they came back. They said, Valhalla, no thank you. Helheim, no thank you. My body? Yes, please. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> they possessed their own bodies <laughs> to exist on the material plane in a state between life and death. And it's actually really cool, too, because... Dolls. You're telling me, dude. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Okay. As you were. <laughs> I played a quest in WoW today that I gotta tell you about later. Okay. So anyway, no, so the Draugr, they 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 retain their intelligence, they retain their consciousness, they know they who they are, as opposed to like a right. zombie, where it's just a reanimated corpse. Granted, though, yes, traditional voodoo zombies do have some memories of the past, and really the mentality and thought process is that, like, they have to do what their... Unfinished business. Well, their voodoo priest tells them to, because otherwise the voodoo priest will not allow their soul to transition into the higher planes. Whole other conversation for another day. But, so, Draugr, they do their own thing, and they live inside their barrows, uh, usually. They're really cool. If they kill you, you will become a Draugr. If you try to mess with them, heads up, they are, they have super strength, they are intelligent, and they're usually depicted with some type of sorcery or witchcraft or magic or something like that. And just all around in general, they're just really cool, to be honest. I like them a lot, at least. So that's, they get a bad rap. I didn't really want to go, like, too far into, like, Draugr detail in case we decide to, like... That's fair, because you could do a whole separate... We could possibly do a whole separate, or we can include them in... I mean, we've, we've had talks about, like, doing a Revenant episode, because we've talked about, like, zombies before, and I think what we decided was, like, maybe their own episode, maybe just, like, lump them all together with Revenants and whatnot, mm-hmm. because, I mean, technically they're, like... A subcategory, kind of, it's, it's, I don't know. I feel like that's all internal stuff that I'm... That's fair. I get it, I get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, whatever. No, but they're, Draugr are super cool. They're really cool. It's a tail rest. <laughs> <laughs> so just so everyone knows, <laughs> I found my stuffed animal that I stole when I was three. Um, You're... What are they going to do? <laughs> prosecute me? Yes. I doubt it. I was three. Oh, it's Yeah, no, we're past. Yeah, we're past Miranda the statute rights. of limitation. Yeah, we're good. Miranda rights. Miranda rights. <laughs> no, what is that? I'm glad you're not my lawyer. <laughs> oh, uh, what is no, the statute I mean, of limitations? You're right. I mean, my parents told me... So, okay. 
we're at a store. I'm not going to say which store, but we're at a store. There's this adorable Velociraptor uh, stuffed animal, and I wanted it. And uh, one of my brothers, he, he wanted this. Well, he wanted a Triceratops, but they didn't have a Triceratops. Um, so he's going to settle for the T-Rex. And my mother was like, no, sweetie, get the Triceratops. This is what you want. See, I love that my mother's been on this. That way people can actually hear her right? voice saying, no, sweetie. Because that's like, that is... That is exactly how she said it. Lexicon, absolutely. Anyway, no, so she was like, no, sweetie, let's get the one you want. Don't settle. And also these stuffed animals are really expensive. But uh, my parents said, no, don't get this. And I said, too bad, I'm I'm getting this. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we ended up going. The cashier looked at me, saw it in my arms, saw the price tag on it, didn't ring it up. She just did it. <laughs> She's a bro. <laughs> I, I, I kind of. I honestly, I'm assuming she probably like, just thought it was yours. Well, I don't know if she thought it was mine because again, there was like a very obvious price tag that used to be on it. So I'm assuming that she looked at it and she's like, "He's cute enough. This company can afford one stuffed animal." Um, so I use the term "steal" loosely. But yeah, no, so I just... Just because you had an accomplice does not mean that it's not a steal. (laughs) I love you so much. (laughs) So yes, that's how I got this adorable Velociraptor. His name is Rhino. And I love him so much. She does. I would kill for him. (laughs) She's been holding on to him for the past, like, 40 minutes... Which may be longer for you guys, or shorter, depending on how I uh, edit and this episode. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yes. I'm sorry, continue. As you were. Yeah. I do. I do. So, um, yes. Him and Jerry I, the Duck, I would kill or die for them. I don't know Jerry the Duck. Story for another time. Is Jerry he's the like, Duck like your stuffed animal? No, he's like a, he's like a TikTok or like a oh. YouTube, like, he's just this duck, and he tells... You sound like a grandparent I right know. now. He's on the TikToks or the YouTubes! <laughs> Was I that, am a 90-year-old woman. Was, Did you was, not know? <laughs> I mean, spiritually, I get it. Yeah. I, 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 you know, you, uh, you've stayed with me long enough that yeah. I get it. No, there, so there's... I've there's, seen your bloomers. There's this, <laughs> there's this duck, and his like his owner will be like, Jerry, get her! And he'll like attack her his girlfriend. <laughs> but like, it's just their pet duck. And like he's like totally timid, and then all of a sudden he'll be like, attack! And he's like... <laughs> I want an attack duck. I get it. Have you seen ducks? Have you seen geese? Geese are crazy. There's a whole game about it. (laughs) There is? Yes. Oh, have you? Okay, sorry. Yes. No, there's a video game where you play a goose. Okay. Right here. Here's the billboard. Just pin it. Okay. Understood. Understood. Um, Yeah. No. Okay. So there was, before we leave, there was one more thing that I wanted to talk about. Are we that close? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, there was one more thing that I wanted to talk about, about uh, Yggdrasil. So, specifically in the stories, I can never remember the name of the eagle. But, there is, allegedly, there is a serpent or dragon or worm or whatever you want to call it that eats at the roots of the world tree by the name of Nidhogg. And then, at the top of the tree, there's an eagle. And the messenger of the gods, he is a godly squirrel... <laughs> by the name of Ratatosker, who runs messages back and forth between the two to kind of egg each other on. Love it. And the best part is, like, my headcanon of Ratatosker is that he's just running back and forth, sending notes of, like, do you like me? Yes, no, maybe. And then coming back with notes of, like, meet me in the yard at 3 p.m. after school. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> so, I understand that he's a squirrel, but given his name, he reminds me of Remy from Ratatouille. So I'm just assuming a rat, or like that's what I'm envisioning as my headcanon. They actually, they actually made a new magic card for. Uh, well, so okay, talking about the magic set for a second. Mm-hmm. Hashtag non sponsored. Wizard, get at us. Absolutely. <laughs> I bought Tasha's, but I could use a refund, not because the book's bad, just because I, you know, I. I shouldn't have bought it, but I did. Anyway. <laughs> the vices of a nerd. I what know. What do you expect? Fucking relatable. Oh my god, that book's 
So good. Again, hashtag not sponsored, but I play a lot of spellcasters and like magic oriented mm-hmm. characters, and it has a lot of supplemental features yeah. for magic characters. I'm sorry, Getting what were you saying? Yes. In a minute. Um, you were talking about a new card. Yes. In Tasha's, they have a magical <laughs> item that is the Baba Yaga's Mortar and Pestle. That's amazing. <laughs> gets even better because I've been working on a character that is essentially the Baba Yaga's grandson. Cute. So. I'm super into it. I'm here for it. (laughs) But anyway, no. So in in Magic, they actually made a Rotatasker card. (laughs) It's just this tiny little 1-1 squirrel for 4 mana that's indestructible and has to attack each turn of Fable. I love it. (laughs) Yep. So (laughs) it's just this cute little squirrel. That's all. Oh, what color? Green, so you can play it. They also have Fenrir, who is uh, green black, so you can play that too. I was gonna say maybe add it to my rats. Oh no! It's yeah, green. no, I know, but if you're saying green black, I just need like a couple of forests. I mean, if you fun. get Fenrir, then you can Sorry, turn it into green black. I know that's that? true. That's true because there's a lot of green cards <clears throat> that are good. Well, because your rats are a commander, though. I know that's, that's fair. Problem. Yeah. Sorry, continue. Sure. <laughs> Where were we? Um, yes, no, Serata Tasker, he's a cute little guy. He's, from what I understand, he's pretty mischievous in his interactions with, uh, like, everything. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a squirrel. What were you expecting? Yeah. Like, let's be real here for a second. There's also two, I mean, there's, oh, actually, our wonderful, I guess, social media everything guy. I, he gave me a thumbs up and a thumbs down and then a thumbs up. I don't know. He I don't just know gave you a on. thumbs up. Two thumbs up. <gasps> If only my parents approved of me that much. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I've met them. <laughs> Same. Um, <laughs> but, no, he informed me that Sif's other gift from the dwarves oh. was a boat. And I remember this boat. But. If I remember correctly, it folds up and can fit in her pocket. That's dope. And then she can unfold it, and it's a full-on, like, longship sort of boat type thing. So... Dope. Yeah, just wanted to put that addendum in here before we close anything. Um, also, so, okay, there is a lot more that we could talk about in regards to Norse mythology. However, we're only going to leave it at these two episodes for now. Do be no, uh, yeah, do let it be known that there is a lot more that we can talk about because we didn't even touch up on any of the other gods. We didn't even touch up on, like, that many stories of Odin and yeah. all the crazy things he's done. But... We might release more in the future. We're not entirely sure yet. So, if we don't, or even if we do, the takeaway is here. Odin is cool. He's a bro. He's also <laughs> super smart. He's not just like, me Viking, me smash. No. <laughs> Thor is also not a Viking, because Viking isn't actually like, like, it's a profession. It it's right. shouldn't be used as like a description of the individual. Viking literally translates to raid, or raiding, or something like that. So, a Viking, as we know it, or a Vikinger, <laughs> as it's known as Icelandic, literally translates to English as a raider. That's it. So that being said, Thor, he's a pretty cool dude. He's not the smartest, kind of gets tricked up a lot, but he's pretty strong. Loki, he's super clever, pretty intelligent, total dick. Absolutely. He literally causes Ragnarok on like seven separate occasions. He's basically that, he's the narrative drive to the end of the world, basically. Just say no. Also, going back to what we talked about before, uh, takeaways. Odin is not Loki's father. He is Thor's father. He is also not married to Freya. He is married to Frigg. What else was it? Freya, we didn't talk about this, but Freya has a chariot pulled by two cats. Super cute. Draugr are not, they're not zombies, per se. Yes, they're undead, but they're not zombies. It's closer to call them revenants or even liches, to be honest, than to call them zombies. But, um, oh, and they have uh, their messenger of the gods is a squirrel that runs up and down Yggdrasil. So, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much that. Also, two Vikings did actually like uh, so the Norse people did have pretty they had democratic states, actual democratic states, not where the Americas are referred to as democratic, but they're actually a republic. If you were to actually look at, like, the way that the government is set up and whatnot, they actually have a, uh, an actual democratic state, as well as they, yes, Vikings existed. However, they understood the need for trade and barter, so they were more willing to be diplomatic than aggressive. And most of the idea of, like, this barbaric 
Viking and whatnot comes from, uh, honestly, Christian monks who needed to explain why these monasteries that were not protected were so easily toppled by Vikings. And also, too, the reason why the monasteries were attacked in the first place was because the Christian monks were under the assumption of, who would it be so audacious to attack a house of God? People that don't worship your God. That's who. You you guys put way too much faith in a singular uh, religion that was not completely worldwide just yet. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, that is why a defensive force is important. <laughs> just so you know. So there's that. But um, yes, thank you everyone for joining us. As uh, always, yes. Yeah, as always. Again, um, we're still working on that uh, new outro. Mm-hmm. We'll get it at some point. You know, it's... Our social media guy is in charge of, I don't know, writing a script, I think, or something like that, or at least telling us what to do. I don't know. He just hasn't given us any direction yet. It's totally his fault. Yep. I'm definitely not making excuses right now. or Deflecting? Yeah, deflecting or placing blame on somebody else. I'm lying. (laughs) And, um, yeah. So, we'll have that out at some point. Um, Again, check out our social media links. Uh, We've got Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I want to say we have more stuff, but I don't know. To be, this is why this is is why we have a social media (laughs) manager. Facebook? Did you say Facebook? Yeah. uh, uh, Facebook. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The Facebook. Um, Do we have a MySpace yet? (laughs) (laughs) We're not a musical group. Come on. Um, I don't know. Are you gonna ask if we have a TikTok yet? We don't. We don't. (laughs) But yeah, uh, check us out. Check out our Patreon. And yeah, I guess we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.